0: Welcome back to Preps Today with John Millay. John, of course, the uh, prep activity and sports guru at MSHSL.org. You can read his uh, written work there at John's Journal, and we are lucky to have him on our network here at TalkNorth.com. First, I want to – before we get to John's topics, I want to thank him. Uh, He gave me the idea to do a column on Zach Gordon, the uh, former Apple Valley coach, who is now uh, refing at as low levels as third grade in-house basketball? It was a fun story to do, and John did it first, and uh, I stole it from him. So thanks, thanks for that. It was really fun catching up with Zach as well.
1: <laughs> That's how we do it. We we help each other out. Yeah, you did a great column, Jim. That was really, uh, that was really good. He's a heck of a guy, isn't
0: he? Yes, he, is. he is. It was yeah. fun to talk, fun to chat with him. Um, yeah, so
1: a- Zach's a great guy.
0: So to uh, give you the usual rundown before we get to the topics here, best way to listen to this show or any show at talkdork.com, please subscribe at your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's the easiest way to listen. You'll, if you like this show, I guarantee you'll find other shows you like at talkdork.com. We've, the best sports lineup in town. We have the best outdoor lineup in town. We have some cool variety stuff. And again, if you find a show you like, subscribe. We want to let you know that we're coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services Studio. And we want to thank our longtime sponsors, Pizza Barn in Princeton, and proprietor and great all-around human being, Jody Stay. Uh, So let's get to it here. Let's start with a state championship update.
1: Yeah, Jim, we're in the middle of the state of the winter state tournaments. It's really interesting in Minnesota. We basically have seven weeks of state tournaments. And, you know, my home state of Iowa at this phase, they have wrestling, girls basketball and boys basketball. We have all of those, but we also have two hockey tournaments. We have alpine skiing and Nordic skiing, adapted uh, sports. Uh, It's amazing how many activities kids can be involved in in Minnesota. So, yeah, it's a busy time. Last week, everything was in downtown St. Paul, uh, the uh, gymnastics state championships and the girls hockey tournament. Uh, as I said before, super convenient for me. I can be watching girls hockey, the XL Center, walk about, I don't even think it's 50 yards to Roy Wilkins Auditorium where the gymnastics was. I, I zipped back and forth a lot friday and saturday and it was just yeah both both a little both arenas the big one and the little one were rocking it was really fun so let's congratulate the state champions in, in gymnastics the team champions were becker and lakeville south and in girls hockey the state champs were war road and edina congrats to them uh we're back at the x this week uh state wrestling thursday friday saturday which is just a madcap three days of excitement, and then over at the U of M Aquatic Center, we'll have boys swimming and diving Thursday, Friday, Saturday. These are two great events, uh, you know, and they're always held in front of big crowds, and we wish good luck to everybody competing in those events. Uh, I'm not a wrestler. I spent one wrestling practice Mm -hmm. in a wrestling room. That's all it takes for some of us. Boy, you know, I was a basketball player, and then as a junior in high school, my basketball career ended because there was no reason for it to continue. And some of my buddies who were wrestlers said, hey, why don't you just come in and work out with us? You know, you don't have to be a wrestler, but just come in and practice. You'll be in great shape, you know. And, and I lasted almost one wrestling practice before I I shook my head and said, I am not tough enough for this. this is This is real. This is real business. Yeah. So I have a lot of respect for wrestlers. I'm always looking for great stories. There's going to be some really interesting things this week at wrestling. Um, as we know, this is year three of girls wrestling competition. at at state the separate brackets for girls. It's just been incredible, the growth of girls wrestling here. But along those lines, girls, if they want to, they can choose to compete against the boys in wrestling. And we've got two females who will wrestle at state in the boys' uh, brackets. In fact, they're both in the same the same class. Uh, sophomore Kaylee Graber from Northfield and a junior Gigi Bragg of Anoka. They're both competing at 107 pounds in Class 3A. It's possible they could wrestle each other in this boys' bracket. I mean, that would take some doing. I think this is a tough bracket, but we could see some history here. We've had girls. Wrestle boys at state before. There's been two previously, but a female wrestler has never won a match at state against a boy. That could happen this week. I'm not going to make that prediction, but it could happen. So it's always fun. You never know what you're going to run into. Here's another story. I've already started working on a wrestling story. There's a senior at Bloomington Kennedy. His name is Tomaso Constantini. Uh, if you're thinking that might be a foreign exchange student from Italy, you would be correct. Hmm. So Tommaso was a rugby player in Italy. So he comes over here to Kennedy in the fall for a, his senior year of high school in, in America. He had played rugby. He, he went out for football. He had never put on football gear before. And by the midway point of the season, he was the starting linebacker at Kennedy. And now – as a guy who had never wrestled in his life, he's qualified for state. So I'm going to keep my eyes on Tommaso Constantini um, uh, from Bloomington Kennedy. That that's really a neat story there. So yeah, it's going to be another great week with the uh, swimming and diving and the wrestling tournament. Uh, It's going to be fun. Excellent stuff. Uh, Let's get to generational gymnastics. Yeah, this is the story from the gymnastics meet last week. Um, There's a ninth grader from Melrose, Josie Eva She competed at state for the second year in a row, and her mom came to watch, and her mom is very familiar with state gymnastics. Her, Her mom was Sherry Blommel in high school at Melrose, went to state multiple times, won lots of medals. Sherry still holds the Class A state championship record score on the floor exercise. I think it was in 1993. So I talked to Sherry and Josie and, and dad slash husband Mike about their busy lives. They also have a, a son, a junior named Grant, who's qualified for the state swim meet this week. So uh, busy. that's a busy family from Melrose, but I enjoyed talking to uh to them about that, you can go to johnsjournal at mshsl.org and, and read about them. Another story you can find on John's Journal, this one from the girls' state hockey tournament I wrote about a Rozo sophomore named Jasmine Hovda. She she was Rozo's leader in scoring this season. The amazing thing is that she played the entire postseason with a broken wrist. She got hurt. She A puck hit her left wrist in the last regular season game. Next day, hey, you got a broken wrist. We're going to put a cast on it, and you're done playing hockey for the season. She, she said, no, I'm not done playing hockey. So while they put the cast on her wrist, she held a hockey stick in her hand <laughs> so it could be properly formed. As soon as she got the cast on, she went to the rink in Rozo, got on the ice, started uh, messing around with pucks and, and her stick, did a little, did a little fine tuning of her cast, shaved some parts of it off, and son of a gun, she just kept scoring and, and did a great job at the state tournament. Um, I, I don't know how you hold a hockey stick with, with one hand in a cast, I don't much either. less move a puck around. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot, of, lot going on there, but she did all that somehow. A pretty amazing story. Again, if you go to John's journal. At mshsl.org, you can read about Jasmine. Excellent stuff. All right, we're ahead. We're going to thank a ref. We're going to thank a
0: coach. We're going to thank a band. We're going to give you John's most valuable teammate of the week. And we have a a somber note to end on that we really want to get to today. Uh, Right now, though, John, tell us about Pizza Barn in Princeton and Jody Stay.
1: It's amazing, Jim, the things going on there, the things that are going to be happening uh, later in the year here. Here's the latest big one. This is, this is food truck news from the Pizza Barn in downtown Princeton. One of those big, beautiful food trucks will be at the Outlaw Music Festival in Somerset, Wisconsin on September 6th. There's several basically unknown but up-and-coming artists who will be performing there. Uh, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of Willie Nelson or John Mellencamp. Or Bob Dylan, but they're going to be performing at the Outlaw Music Festival in Somerset, and the pizza bar is going to be feeding people out of those uh, big, big, uh, beautiful food trucks. That's going to be awesome. I may try to see if Jody will uh, make me an employee that day. I would love to go to that uh, festival and hear Willie Nelson, John Mellencamp, Bob Dylan, among others. What a lineup! Holy yeah, how about that? So that's who. So the pizza bar is part of that uh lent is here they got all the great fish specials at the pizza barn monday through friday from 11 to 2 they've got their beer battered cod filet sandwich all day every day they're serving the beer battered cod filet basket it's great stuff way to go thanks to our friend jody stay and everybody at the pizza bar keep doing great things keep uh, serving the community we uh we love them to death
0: uh, no doubt thank you jody uh just a quick note uh personal note one of my favorite sponsors on the network, Twill in the Dining Gallery. If you ever need men's clothing, highly recommend seeing Scott Dayton. Twill in the Dining Gallery, a beautiful place to shop, beautiful mall. Uh, Scott's great. Scott loves sports. Scott's been great to me ever since I started this network way back when. And, and he, he, they they they, get, they sell great clothing. So if you ever need men's clothing uh, or a gift or anything, go there. Tell them we sent you. I do appreciate it. also want to remind you we're coming to from the Aquarius Home Services Studio. Now let's thank a ref.
1: Yeah, I want to I want to personally thank a good friend of mine named Greg Ewing. He has wrapped up a 34-year career as a wrestling official. He's really going to be missed. He's one of the great people in the world. I've known Greg for a long time. We we usually have a reunion at the state wrestling tournament. If he's there this week, we're going to we're going to have that reunion again. He's worked at state many times. His real job is is in education as a teacher, a coach and an administrator. He's given so much to so many in all those roles. Thank you Greg Ewing. We're going to thank that ref. And this is a good time with the winter season winding down to thank all the officials all the judges who make sure all these high school league events are held and the kids have a, have a positive experience and uh, a final note on officials. There's a pilot project in the state of Washington. That's just getting off the ground. Officials in some sports are wearing body cameras. I, I saw a news wow. release from the national federal, I thought, why didn't I think of that? You know, I, and, and it's just basically, you know, and if you're, if you're in the stands, and you're thinking of doing something stupid well there's there's cameras in all these gyms anyway and all these games but if one of the officials has a body camera it's like a law enforcement person you may you may think twice and i it's i, I don't know what's going to come of this i don't know the finances of this but good on the state of washington to just you know, jump in and let's let's put body cameras on these people. I, I don't know specifically which sports, but uh, and I don't really know a lot about it. But it's going to be interesting to see what comes out of it. That's for sure.
0: And basketball's got to be the worst because fans yeah. are sitting three feet away and they yeah. want every traveling called. Uh, and, and right, I mean, I love coaching my kids in basketball at all <laughs> levels. And I, I just couldn't stand what I heard out of the stands on oh. a daily basis. So, yeah. and you know what? The technology for body cameras, things like that, the the technology is becoming more affordable. So I'm, I am I hate you that we we need it, but yeah. I'm happy that it's available to us.
1: Yeah. I just, I'm curious in a year or two to see what comes out of this and what we learn. And, and if this spreads, I haven't heard any talk of this in Minnesota, but I'm glad somebody's given it a try. No doubt. All right. Let's thank your Coach. Yeah, i got to thank a couple coaches. One is uh, someone I wrote about a few weeks ago, Skip Dolan, the longtime Hall of Fame boys basketball coach at Annandale. Skip has announced he's retiring after this season. I really enjoyed spending time with him and some of his family members this winter to write a story about Skip. But he's not just a basketball coach, or now he is, but he's also coached. He's a Hall of Fame softball coach. He was a football coach. So when you add up all the seasons he has coached, it's 92 seasons as wow. a high school coach. That's incredible, and that's uh, they're gonna they're gonna honor Skip. The Cardinals' final regular season home game is, is Friday night this week. They're gonna have a little ceremony to honor Skip before the game and have a gathering afterwards. And, and Skip is is certainly deserving of all these honors. In another coaching note, uh, Saturday was a big day. This was at the girls' state hockey tournament. Jeremy Gunderson is the head coach of the Dodge County girls hockey team. In their first trip to state, the Wildcats reached the title game before falling to Warroad. Afterwards, I saw this after I got home, Jeremy posted some photos on Twitter of his daughter Emily watching from the stands. I don't know if he noticed this, if these signs were held up during the game or if this all happened afterwards, but his daughter is holding a sign that says, Coach Gunderson. You are going to be a grandpa. <laughs> how cool is that? That's how she told her dad, the wow. hockey coach, that she's expecting his first grandchild. That was pretty cool. I, I declared that the, the best story of the tournament, even though it, nobody knew about it till after the tournament. That's awesome. Way to go, Emily. That's fantastic stuff.
0: <laughs> uh, in our thankful vein, we are going to now thank a band.
1: I'm thanking a whole bunch of bands, Jim. This is... I'm gonna uh, try something I've never done before. I the high school league, yes we do all the sports, we do fine arts, speech debate, one act play, visual arts. we also do band and choir. And part of those seasons are contests. you know in choir and band, you'll have solo contests, ensemble contests, and then large grouped contests. So next Wednesday, which is day one of the boys state hockey tournament, I'm not going to be at the Boys State Hockey tournament. I'm going to drive down to Jordan for a large group band competition involving schools from that area. Uh, I've been invited for several years now to this by Peter Jepson. He's the band director at Glencoe Silver Lake. Every year, he has sent me a very nice email inviting me to come to experience this. It includes the schedule. And I just, you know, I'm going to retire. I'm closing in on my last year with the high school league. Sometime in 2025, I'm going to shut it down. And by golly, this is the time to do it. So I had a really nice, like a 45-minute conversation on the phone with Peter yesterday. I just, I'm doing this. I I said, I'm going to, I want to do this like I'm covering a sporting event. So we had our pregame conversation. He talked about all the preparation that goes into this. Uh, you know, having a band. In fact, Glencoe has two bands there their symphonic band and their concert band. So I'm going to sit in the auditorium in Jordan and uh, and watch a whole bunch of bands and write about it just to kind of explore what this is like. You know, I was a band parent. All three of our kids were band kids. I know what that's like, but uh, I'm going to try to uh, write something about that. I know it'll be fun. I love listening to high school musicians, whether it's a pep band or a marching band or a, or a concert band. So, uh let's, uh let's stretch our legs a little bit here and, uh, and see what we can come up with. So that's where I'll be next Wednesday.
0: And by next Wednesday, guess what? I'm taking a band trip. Uh, the, w- the high school my wife works for uh, needed chaperones for a trip to Austria and Germany. So my wife and I are chaperoning a high school band on a trip to basically Sound of Music territory, and I can't uh, wait.
1: I'm going to Jordan, Minnesota. Look where you're going, man. We are. We are. We're doing so. One of us is doing something right. Well, I'm. I'm. I'm very, I'm very
0: lucky. I'm very lucky to have oh. this opportunity. It's not anything I yeah. earned. I'm just getting to do it. So, <laughs> really looking
1: done. forward to it, though. Oh, that'll be awesome. Have a great trip. Yes. Uh, <laughs> let's
0: get to the most valuable teammate of the week.
1: Yeah, this great award we do every week. Uh, Kira Cobb. She's a senior at Chatfield High School. Who's involved in dance, and Kira is everything a great leader should be. She gives it her all every day always maintains a positive attitude. She lifts her teammates up. She encourages them at hard times, and celebrates with them in the good times. She puts in extra work for choreography as the first to offer a helping hand. On top of that, she's a phenomenal dancer. So congrats to Kira Cobbs of Chatfield on being a most valuable teammate.
0: Congratulations to Kira. And uh, listen, real life sometimes imposes on us. Uh, John wanted yeah. to uh, to mention, to end the show on a, a somber but important note.
1: Yeah, Jim, as we're talking, um, this a memorial service is being held for the three Burnsville first responders who were killed in the line of duty. Police officers Paul Elmstrand and Matthew Ruggie and firefighter paramedic Adam Finseff. I mean, talk about heartbreaking, heart-shattering that... Uh, that their families and their friends are, are going through this—it's just—it's just so traumatic, and we wish the best for everybody. We're—we're we're saying prayers. We're, we're thinking about them. I'm, I've got that uh, memorial service on a TV in front of me right now, and uh, it's just—there are terrible things in life, and this is certainly. This is certainly one of them. So we just, we want to send our love to everybody involved.
0: Yes, well said. And, uh, and thank you for saying that. I do appreciate it. All right. Uh, we'll be back next week to tell you more about the uh, world of high school sports and activities. Thank you all for listening. We really do appreciate it.